This week's episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Secrets. And this is Beyonce's secret. What the fuck is your Snapchat, bitch? I don't know what the fuck. She keeps on putting these Snapchat stories and Snapchat pictures out, and she will not tell us what her Snapchat is. And I want her to tell us that secret. If you don't put out an album, cool. Let us know what your Snapchat is. If you're going to do something, do that. I want to follow Beyonce on Snapchat, and I don't follow nobody on Snapchat because I don't even have Snapchat. But I would want to get Snapchat to look at Beyonce's life on Snapchat. What the fuck? I just want to look at her, drop off her daughter. I don't care what she's doing. Three bodyguards. Like, Blue Ivy has a bodyguard at the door. Don't care. In the classroom. Don't care. By the young girl's restaurant. Beyonce, like, my child is cool, bitch. I don't play. I guess I am. I'm Beyonce. Whatever she would like to put on Snapchat, because obviously there's a lot. And she only shares a little bit of it with the rest of us uh, peasants. Beyonce checking in with Diddy and DJ Khaled. Well, probably DJ Khaled, because she didn't even claim Diddy in public like that, but... No, she just invited him to like the after um, awards parties and shit mm-hmm. like that, but not really. Um, but somebody who knows the secret, please email the secret to hereforapod at gmail.com. Uh, I appreciate it, and I might send a nude back. All right, now. Well, uh, let me see what I can send out and see if I can get a link back. <clears throat> I'd like to know as well. This is Here For It Podcast, your social mental health okay political uh we're political now and sexual health source Uh for everything black and gay i am the superman t-h-e-e-s-u-p-a-m-a-n i am aka the pussy pastor bka killmonger's side piece um wow (laughs) um my name is ronald matters follow me on the internet at ronald matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. If you a name on the internet, you need to buy your name on the internet. It's expensive, so. I and not just the girls. and not just the LLC, Marlo. Oh, simply Marlo. <laughs> so, I got an LLC, and then you Google the LLC, and it ain't there. What kind of business is this? Wait. Unknown, unlisted girl, unknown, <laughs> Unpaid. unnamed. Oh, child. Uh oh. Um. So again, I am giving the benedictions here as the pussy pastor. Okay. So our icebreaker this week is if you had to be in a fully verse sex scene with any porn star, who would you be in a fully verse sex scene? So meaning you, you have to prep you have, me no pause because I don't know any fully verse porn star girls. I don't even look at them. I don't look at their videos. I don't know their names. No one. Beyonce. She's a singer. She's a dancer. She's an acrobat. She's a producer. She help, runs the the lights while she's on the stage and fires the girls. She's the Kim Burst. I mean, like Beyonce. Somebody else. Um, let's see. Someone else. They don't have to technically be fully versed, but you got. I would be with Janelle Monae. I haven't watched Dirty Computer yet. But you don't even like vagina. What are you talking sickening, about? The album Dirty Computer. Um, they say she's a great follow-up to, runner-up to Beyonce because the visual production that she's put on for this album she just put out is amazing. And she's pansexual this week, whatever that means. So, shout-out to Janelle Monae. Hopefully, we discuss the difference between pansexual and bisexual in this episode because the hetero girl's like, well, bro, if you ain't me, you just gay. And, uh, that's all I got. But y'all defending R. Kelly, who I heard putting girls in, um, chains... But y'all want to listen to the Nick Jonas song when y'all at the pop club. Okay, cool. Get out of my face with that bullshit. So, two versatile girls in a scene with, I would like to be with Beyonce, Janelle Monae. 
Thanks. And, and neither one of them are verse. <laughs> Thank. Um, I would nominate the one and the only Phoenix Fellington. Oh, I do like him. Oh, he's verse. Very. Okay. Oh, oh. I like him, but I don't watch oh, his videos. He throws dick and takes dick. Okay. Like, like dick is going out of business. Okay. Um. Um. Yeah. And he knows that I'm a fan. He's like things of mine. And I was like, oh, he yeah. knows what I'm alive. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. So I haven't hit up his DM yet. Uh-huh. But um, it's coming. Literally. It's coming. <laughs> What's the video? He, coming. he coming. He coming. He coming. <laughs> and he will be coming. Oh, wow. Um, that was our icebreaker this week. <laughs> now you got to name two people because you only named one. I uh, the the question was for one and then oh. you named I thought two. you said two. No, I said one and oh, then you cool. named two non-verse people. <laughs> Bless your heart. Please do. Thanks. Woo. Um, this week in um the hottest of topics. Okay. I first would like to talk about one of our beloved TV characters, maybe not appearing on TV again, and my feelings are hurt about it, and I don't know what to do with this. Tony Childs. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, no, she's never gonna appear again. I love Tony Childs. Okay. So does Tony Childs. Oh, that's my uh, girlfriend's. So as reported by Bob.com, it appears that Lawrence has not been filming any of the episodes for Insecure. And they have almost finished wrapping season three. Uh, so Team Lawrence, what is going on out there? Our fave is not going to even be in a whole season. So Vibe... Um, Put out this article they were talking with uh lawrence uh-huh. j whatever his real name is <laughs> j ellis <laughs> j ellis and um they were asking him about you know things that he's been doing for the new season of insecure and he was like oh well they haven't actually even called me um and bob was like oh well you know they're they're almost done wrapping the season he was like oh uh, yeah but they they didn't even call me yeah, so Issa it, dumped him, or he <laughs> no, he dumped Issa. Let's start there. So, girl, in the next season, no, you don't get that many scenes. You dumped me. I'm not surprised, or, but you're surprised. Um, first off, Issa fucked a nigga on the couch while she was in a relationship. Let's 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 begin there. Oh my god, let's begin there. <laughs> so, I can't believe that like an integral part of the show they would leave out, and so, <clears throat> um, Issa Ray. Um, I love you. I believe in your vision. I think that you are a creative genius. But please bring Lawrence back for this season. At least, if if not only if you're going to make him just a villain and a scapegoat yeah. to your problematic ass shit. Um, just bring him back so we can see him on screen because um, Lawrence was fine. Well, if this case, we got to go all the way back to Marvel. The first um, villain in Iron Man in 2008 got to come back. Um, we gotta revive all the girls who died in the um, DC universe. Who was the villains? I mean, well, like, what do you want? Without the Infinity War spoiler, they actually did revive one of the very first villains in Infinity War, uh, and all and all the um, DC comic girls as well. We need to revive all the villains that Superman beat, and all the girls Wonder Woman whooped, and we gotta bring all ball back. She, if that's the case, she ain't got but one movie. If we ain't got but if right, this the girl and the girl she beat ain't coming back. She whooped the whole ass. She she gonna come back for a round two with uh, Wonder Woman. Who is it? Whoever the bitch is, she ain't coming back. You don't know. Got it. Exactly. Lawrence can stay where he at because we defeated him in season one. Hey Amen. Season two, it took us two seasons to defeat him, but we over his ass now. 
takes. I need new dick for season three. She got plenty. You know how much dick Issa got in the last season? Do you do you, know <laughs> do you know how much dick Issa got in the last season? The the the, the last thing that she needs is some more new dick in her life. I just God don't want it to turn bless. into a Tyler Perry production where it'd be like, oh, damn, when he got here from Lennox Mall. I don't want it to become Matt, but I'm excited for Issa to get new ping. Yeah, Lawrence was cool. She fucked like five niggas last it's, season. What do you mean new ping? Okay, great. Protect yourself. Oh, because you know the girls said that they were using protection on Insecure last season. So No, they said that they weren't. And they were outraged that the condoms did not come into the discussion. So, as long as Issa (laughs) uses protection in season three. Then she can fuck five more new niggas? Yeah. Oh. That's what y'all out here doing. Who's y'all? At the bottom, I have to, oh my gosh, I'm worried about my number. Oh my God. It's the bottom. Oh my god! And Top's got a new bottom every thirty minutes of the day. As soon as he can get makeup. And you out here lying about your number, just like them. I too. am out here lying <laughs> about my number. My you number like- is one, and it's for Jesus. Amen. Full lie. <laughs> um. Also, it is National Masturbation Month. Amen. So I definitely would like to tell you to, uh. Get it off with yourself as much as possible this month mm-hmm. because next month is gonna be hot as fuck and hormones is gonna be blazing and you're gonna be getting it off on and Ooh, with other get people. Your yeah, get your number up, get your stroke number up, Amen. your stroke number, get your kegels in. So, yeah, do do that, do your due diligence. Amen. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race had a really good episode last week. Um, there was something notable that I didn't see coming. So Blair St. Clair got eliminated. Oh, even alert. Uh, yeah, if you ain't seen the shit by now. Why are you listening to us? You it's been a whole week. Um, your it's been a whole week. It's also been a whole week. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Blair St. Clair was eliminated, even though she told her teary eyed story of um being raped at a college party. And losing her virginity that way. And so surely I thought. With these white tears. And that story. Surely RuPaul was not about to say her home. Rape money. I mean rape um, St. Clair. I do declare. (laughs) Not cracker. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I thought surely she wasn't going to go home with that story. I was like. Okay well maybe they'll eliminate her next week. Because they can't send her home now. She crying in shambles. And RuPaul was like. Oh that's nice. No. Sorry, my dear. You are up for elimination. <laughs> Sorry, my dear. Um, I just I I I felt for her story because I feel like her story is um the story of quite a few people. I've heard that story before of their very first time being in gay rape, gay rape situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was happy for her bravery for coming out and saying that her first time was being raped at a college party. Um, sorry that it ended for you, sis. And that's why she, um, in her drag, looks for the youthful, innocent, coy type of things because she feels she was Dainty. robbed of that yeah. um, after her situation. But I'm glad she got to tell the story before she left because it's definitely different when 700,000 to 1.2 million people get to watch that on national television and can identify it. And the network is forced to run a... Are you a victim of this situation or do you know someone who has been involved? At the end of that, episode, please yeah. call the 1 800 number. Because um, gay culture is always, oh my God, y'all just threw gay people on TV, this gay stuff. Um, yeah, but we're also advising people to seek help for situations that they're going through. When Love and Hip Hop come on, 
and um Scooter then cheated on the girl selling waist trainers and they do nails. Who's Scooter? Ain't no justice for her. He cheated on her last season. It came out again that he had a girl pregnant last season that was even featured on last season. And there's no one eight hundred number for the girls on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. There is actually. Um, call Miss Cleo because from the grave she can tell y'all to get the fuck off that show right now. It's not yeah. helping you, sis. Sorry about that. Um, <clears throat> the the high point that I wanted to make about that story yeah. was um, turning your rape into rose is exactly what Blur St. Clair did. Like she went out on a high note. Um, she looked great on the runway. She had a great story, and she freed herself from the story. She freed her, herself from the um, the circle of you know keeping quiet about something like that that has happened to you, and turning it into rose. So she had a horrible, traumatic situation, and she turned it into amazing drag that got her on TV. And so, um, as an empowering tool, I want to make sure that we know. As a culture, you can also turn your rape into rosé. So don't allow your rape to rape you continuously over and over again through life. You can turn your rape into rosé. And shout out to Monique Hart because this outfit she made this week, she made it in 30 minutes. She consulted with um, my bae with the dandelion um, wig. Monet? Well, Monet is my bae. But um, Asia O'Hara. Oh, Asia. Um, Come on, Texas. She continues to turn it. Monique Hart does. Um, With things that she's making on the spot, she says, you know what? I don't have a lot of money, but I got spirit and tenacity. And um, Monique Hart continues to turn it on RuPaul's Drag Race. And I am hashtag here for it. I got soul and I'm super bad. That's for the old niggas out there. Hashtag shout out. (laughs) The word of the day today, W-E-R-D, is garbage heads. You know what garbage head is? Uh, it sounds like vegetables. I don't know. <laughs> it's the exact opposite. Okay, it's not a green vegetable at all. Um, some of them come can come in green colors, but it's not a vegetable at all. Okay. Garbage heads are people that are highly addicted to opioids, etc. That will take any drug to get or attempt to achieve the same high that they would get from their typical opioid. I.e. Like if heroin was my thing. Right. Is heroin up? Yeah. Okay. Right. If I used to do heroin, Heroin. but you don't have it today, I would still do something else. I'll still do a Xanax. If it sounds like it'll get me to the same I'll still do a a hydrocodone. I'll still do uh, anything possible to get a high because the high that I want is either not available or too expensive. um, And this Percocet is available. And so... Give me the hydromorphone right now So Mm -hmm. I can at least get a high Um, I say that as the word of the day today Because it is growing in our community That people of color Of uh, homosexual descent Are more and more Involved in the opioid crisis And so over the last year We've been looking at White people, Caucasian poor people That were affected by the opioid crisis And um It's getting a lot of federal dollars Yeah, the government started paying a lot more attention to it And this year um, A study came out from last year Talking about um, Homosexuals Of color That also were falling in the same bandwidth Of um, Caucasian people That were Mm -hmm. in um, the spotlight of the opioid crisis And so I just wanted to make sure That we knew the term Because it's a real thing It's a real thing that some of us Homosexuals of color are going through And it's not just white people That 
the government has spotlighted. It can be any of us for a different number of reasons and it's just as impactful. So watch out for garbage heads. I just all this newfound sympathy for um, people in the opioid crisis who oh my gosh I can't pay my rent and oh my gosh I can't take care of my children and oh my gosh where was all this when the crack epidemic was going on in urban neighborhoods in New York in Chicago in Little Rock girl in Memphis um, in a lot of middle America a lot of this this same compassion that they are expecting us to have for crises that impacted persons of color now that they have a but you know like uh, the war on drugs when we, when it was drugs that persons of color were doing but like oh my god it's like we need to get i'm drained <laughs> i'm trying well also speaking of draining <clears throat> mm. wwe had their very first um wrestling event in saudi arabia Oh, that's major. It was, but they did everything wrong. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So, I used to be a WWF fan as a kid and as a teenager, and I was just enamored by wrestling, loved it. Um, Then when I started getting a little older and smarter, I was like, this shit is too fake. I just can't. I really just can't. I can't. Um, But I still watch it because, well, I watch the news stories that affect it. I don't don't watch it because... I'm old and like all the people that I liked don't even wrestle no more. But this story I thought was um, eye catching because again, um, they were in Saudi Arabia, which is an extremely religious, theocratic mm-hmm. society that just they really don't go up for the type of entertainment that Americans do. And so for the WWE to score this win was historic and it was great. But Uh-oh. they did everything to the extent that Saudi Arabia typically does in a theocratic regime. Mm-hmm. So the WWE has been famous for a lot of its divas, females, women. It has also currently been famous for a couple LGBT allies uh, that are wrestlers that um, either say things that are affirming to LGBT people or uh, wear a t-shirt as a part of their entrance theme that features unicorns features part of the gig. yeah features rainbows things of that nature and that's what they typically come out in some of some of the wrestlers now because they're affirming they're not necessarily gay themselves and that's good we like those type of allies <clears throat> um one of them is a wrestler by the name of finn baylor so finn baylor typically comes out in a t-shirt before his wrestling matches that has rainbows, unicorns, LGBT affirming things, all of those things. Typically, almost every time mm-hmm. they go to Saudi Arabia, there are no women on the card. There are no women fighting, wrestling, none of that. Okay. And typically there's one to two female matches on um, a, re- a regular wrestling card. Yep. So they cut all the women from the card. Then they had this, I guess he's popular now. Uh, again, I don't really watch it, but Finn Baylor um, decided to just wear a regular black T-shirt instead of his rainbows and unicorns and shit like that. Festive tees. And, <clears throat> and Twitter called his ass out for it. 
So after Twitter called his ass out for it, he, you know, decided Great, he was going to um, do an iOS press release via Twitter. Mm-hmm. My rainbow gear was a statement at other events, although the gear has not been worn recently. I support my support continues despite any color choice change or laundry schedule. Mm-hmm. That is bullshit. That is a fallacy. That is a lie. When you are an ally, you are an ally any and everywhere in any space. Do not just be an ally where it's like, oh, well, look, okay, we're going to Pride, and so I could be an ally. Shout out to Tamar Braxton. Shout out to K. Michelle. Shout out to Kiki Wyatt. Shout out to all the girls that be allies in those spaces. Um, oh, that was kind of weak. There we go. Better. Um, be an ally in the face of adversity. And mm-hmm. that is the biggest topic that I drew from that was I couldn't believe that they were, they, this was such a historic move. They're going to Saudi Arabia. There's never been a WWE performance or show or anything like that in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Then the first time that they do it, they cut all the women, they cut all the LGBT shit out just to entertain the Saudi Arabian audience. You're not here for it. I'm absolutely not here for it. Um, well, not to be the devil's advocate. Cause I hate when girls do that, but, um, I, if it was the first time that that was going on there, they've got to create a lane, create a market, and then they can start initiating where we want this and these are demands. Um, For it to be the first time there is very historic. Um, And his response to not piss off Saudi Arabia and not to piss off the organization, he said something very gray. Um, Given that he's very colorful his great statement didn't appease us, but I also want him to continue to have opportunities to be in that space to bring color to that place. So I'm not all the way against it. I understand which I understand everything you're saying, but I do want him to be able to have space to build a name for himself even if he has to go to Saudi Arabia and wear black t-shirts people were like well, why are you always wearing black t-shirts when he over here but always have colorful and fun things going on and then they can say well mm, I don't like the way Saudi Arabia is making him calm down when he come over here because bitch I want to be I want Beyonce they make Beyonce do the same things in certain countries um, and that's why she don't go there women can't wear like wavy hair or women can't wear hair below a certain amount of inches or your pants have to be a certain amount and so Beyonce introduces new outfits. People, we were like, oh, Beyonce introduces new outfits. No, she's in a country where, like, <laughs> she's got to be covered to a certain length, certain extent, and she can't do certain booty popping moves, and she can't do certain. But Beyonce still needs to be in that space. So people in that space know, one, she exists, and the causes that she supports. I think that's where I'm trying to go. I hope it's coming across. It's the same argument that conservatives are saying right now about Michelle Wolf, and we will get to that. Oh my god! We will get to you that later. That. We will get to that later okay, in the episode. But it is the same thing. Okay. You don't hire a fire ass comedian that will insult Child. any and everybody okay. to come to the White House Correspondents' Dinner, and then when she insults any and everybody, you be like, "Oh my god, I, I can't believe you did that." <laughs> exactly the same argument. It's the WWE. You okay. didn't ask the fucking Pope to come to Saudi Arabia. You asked the WWE. They're entertainers. They're vulgar. They're nasty. Uh-huh. They have opinions. I do agree. They do all of that shit. Some of them wear fucking LGBT affirming. Uh, ally uh-huh. affirming shirts. Okay. And you don't ask them to come when they do that. If uh-huh. they were, if you wanted just a conservative voice 
of okay, well, we just you know we want to quietly be inter- quietly be entertained. We don't want no women. We don't want no gay shit. Then invite somebody else because that's not what the WWE is in 2018. I agree with that. Um, <clears throat> last but certainly not least. Uh oh. Um, this one it hurt my heart a little bit. Because um, maybe like a week and a half, two weeks ago, Joy Reid and Killer Mike had like this little H&M social media kerfuffle. H and M means hair and makeup, girl. And it was the coolest monkey in the jungle. Shirt. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure we addressed it <laughs> on a previous episode, and I thought it was funny. And then they had a face to face on um, on on air, and he apo- he apologized profusely to her, mm-hmm. and um, she's just been such a heroine to us like since then. Uh-huh. Because like okay yeah look of course she's standing up and she was right she was loud and right this week she was loud and wrong Joy Joy Reed from MSNBC okay our auntie our sister our friend so I took most exception with this because I saw the story on social media and then I couldn't find the story itself on MSNBC or CNN chat there you go and I was like erase why. Why would y'all not even be reporting on this? You should be trying to get ahead of the narrative, Mm -mm. a.k.a. scandal, Miss Pope realness. What the fuck? Y'all should be trying to get ahead of the realness, uh, ahead of the narrative. Mm -hmm. And I go to those sites and I couldn't find the story that I saw throughout social media. So the story was Joy Reid had ran a blog uh, called Reid's World or Mm -hmm. some bullshit. Back in the day. Yeah. So on said blog, she said... Um, all kinds of anti-LGBT homophobic things. Mm-hmm. She was checked on it a couple years ago and said that the sites had been hacked. Then the girls came back and said, well, who, who, who hacked the site since you hired these investigators to look it up? She had to come clean then. And then got on air and said, listen, the sites weren't hacked. I did... It look it appears that I said these things, mm-hmm. but I don't remember saying them. They're outside of my character, and I side eyed the fuck out of the screen looking at it. So I also I was side eyed because of of her actions, but I was also side eyed because I had to go to Fox News to find what was actually said and what the story was because MSNBC and CNN would not cover it. So it says initially Reed apologized profusely for. Offensive comments she made roughly a decade ago, suggesting that Florida Governor Chris Charlie Christie, Charlie Christ, um, who she also called Miss Christie, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Miss Christie, may be gay, despite no evidence to back up her contention. But when a new raft of offensive comments surfaced about some lesbian shortcuts and her objections to seeking to seeing men kiss men, among other homophobic remarks, Reed originally claimed she had been hacked and MSNB circulated a much panned statement from a computer hacking expert which sought to make that case, but did not. I had to go find that on Fox because MSNBC and CNN would not talk about that. Mm. So, Joy Reed, please come to the front of the congregation and let us know what you really think. Do you think that because Charlie Crist is single older white male not attached to a female does that make him gay do you think it's also okay for men to kiss men in public Mm. those are questions that you should answer not oh well i'm not sure if somebody hacked my website or not answer those questions because those are what was written on your blogs 
I'm Google. I'm of course. If you're talking, I'm googling. So it says there's an internet archive website called the Wayback Machine. Um, they actually archived her blog because she was popular at the time. As she was a popular journalist Whoa. even back in 2005. And so the Wayback Machine had it archived. And so they're saying like, no, it came out Friday, February 16, 2005. Mm-hmm. And so the Wayback Machine was like, no, we didn't. Ar- um, manipulate this. This is what was said on the Reed report on her blog back in 2005. Wow. And so the people in Visca- the Daily Beast is another pop. Wow. Okay. Wow. They're saying like this is real. Like they. Yeah, no it one- is. It's definitely real. So, right. no so one- be mindful of your hatred when you put the shit on the internet because it can come back to haunt you. And so, even though Joy Reed is currently a progressive hero, a great reporter for MSNBC, mm-hmm. she holds girls accountable and things like that. But she has problematic thoughts that she put in a blog. Okay. And back so, in 2005, how many years ago? Oh, my God. This 13 was, years ago. That's when I graduated high school. That's the gag. I don't want to go back that far. Um, so, 13 years ago, I was 18 years old. So, I don't, I don't think that people can't change. I don't think that people can't evolve. I think that that's absolutely the case. But if you are evolving and you are changing, state your evolution and say... I no longer think that it's not okay for men to kiss men in public. I think that it's great. I think that it's great. And they should kiss. More men and women should kiss each other Mm. regardless in public. And I don't think that Charlie Crist is gay because he hasn't told me he was gay. And if he is gay, then that's his business. Say that. And don't try and cover up your shit from 2005. Because especially if you're a popular blogger in 2005, you were a leader in the industry. You weren't just like... Typing it, not even proofreading it or saving it for a day or two. Like, like you were at least typing it and saving it for an hour or two, proofreading it, sending it to your blogger friend to read before you publish. I mean, like, back in 2005, like, blogs were just, oh, my God, internet space and data was just really difficult to come by. So, it ain't just like you posted a tweet. And so, like, oh, girl, I did just think of that. Them 140 characters, I thought they were real quick, and then I, now I take it back. Because you typed the whole blog post. So if you were um, an anti-gay auntie back in 2005, just admit that. Like, girl, I was child fresh out of college. I was lost and now I'm fine. That's where society was. And that's what I used to just hang out with our hotels. I mean, like a lot of us used to, past sense emphasis, hang out with our hotels. And we don't no more. So just admit it, girl. You used to have your little Erykah Badu um, hat and burnt incense. And now you don't. It's fine. You like your bath bombs and you like your Starbucks. Child, problematic as they are. Be honest about it. And there's that. Well, the bottom line is um, you're holding up traffic and green means go. All uh, right now. What's going on in um, other things this week? <clears throat> um, Kanye West and Bill Cosby have I dominated thought we were the moving news. On. <laughs> I thought we were like going I'm on to mo- like songs for our souls, the last co- some, anything. I'm moving on. On. Moving on. Oh, Bill Cosby's on. guilty. Okay, he just finally got caught when he was 80-something. And you want to have sympathy for your eye? No. You, y'all are still going to jail. Bye. Kanye West. Hmm. He says um, he got his Make America Great Again head signed. Um, that was trash. He said being a slave was a choice. They going to hold him accountable in the streets. Um, they already have. 
So yeah, let's just move on. Do you have any opinions? Different. He lost opinions? like twenty million followers okay. after all of these shenanigans over mm-hmm. last week. Oh, this was. So um, and your wife told you, your wife is the internet girl. Mm. Mm. Um, the thing that I want us to take away from all of this, and I'm really not going to spend twenty minutes. Get your talking purse. About it's time to go. Is um, cognitive dissonance. So that means when you are adopting something that is anti the regular establishment thoughts Mm -hmm. and patterns Mm -hmm. to try to be cool and to seem other and, oh, I'm above and I'm vibrating higher. And I'm just you you girls haven't even thought to get to this level. That's cognitive dissonance. And people that are caping for Bill Cosby and caping for Kanye West right now are in the state of cognitive dissonance and just be like, well, it's other and it's trendy and it's cool. Everyone doesn't have to be a Democrat. You 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 are living in the perpetual state of cognitive dissonance that these niggas are trying to put you in. They are guilty of the crimes that they have been convicted for. Mm hmm either in the court of public opinion or in the court of law. All right, Bill. Kanye has been convicted of being crazy, being someone that's shaking up the system, being radical, being out of his fucking rocker by the court of public opinion for a long-ass motherfucking time. And what did he do this past week? Prove it. Bill Cosby has been proven in the court of law that he is a fucking monster. He is a rapist. He is a liar. And he is not who y'all all thought he was on TV. Oh my gosh. This is groundbreaking. He played a character on TV and he was not the same in person. Oh my God. How dare he act? Devastated. He's a fucking actor. <laughs> Stop with the deep state conspiracy theory that the white man is trying to take Bill Cosby down. Bill Cosby took Bill Cosby down. Not the white man. And it's a false equivalency when we say, well, why isn't Bill O'Reilly on stand? Or why isn't Harvey Weinstein on stand? Or why isn't Al Franken on stand and they're going to jail for their crimes? Worry about that shit when that shit comes up. That shit ain't done. They've been working to put Bill Cosby in jail for almost 20 years. And it's 2018 now with his old blind ass. And now he's about to go to jail now. So you think that since the Harvey Weinstein shit broke last year that he should be going to jail now? Let that shit work itself out. If the niggas, if them niggas is really guilty, they'll be going to jail just like Bill Cosby's ass. Don't be in cognitive dissonance. This week's episode is brought to you by Juneteenth Weekend happening June 14th through 17th, presented by Dallas Southern Pride in Texas. The great state Performers and special guests include Trina, Safari, Mariah Lynn Prince from Love and Hip Hop R&B legend Tank Actor Terrell Carter (laughs) And so many more people Lord Jesus We can't even name them all Follow them on the internet At Dallas Southern Pride And go to Dallas Southern Pride For host hotel and ticket information What's going on in sexual health this week? This week in sexual health is going to be a real quick one. I just want to make sure that we are knowledgeable about the pullout method. Oh, my God. So, the pullout method is um, (laughs) something a lot of you girls lean on. Uh, Right now. Amen. Hope, pray, wish. Amen. Eat, pray, love. (laughs) And... It shouldn't be. Just like in the heterosexual community, the pullout method is not assured for shit. I am here by the pullout method. I'm here too, by the way. (laughs) 
my alleged father <laughs> told my mama, oh, don't worry about it. I'm going to pull out. You can, we're going to be all right. And here I am 20-something mm, tw- years later. Um, and um, say 18 years? I mean, uh, 20-something. You got a full beard now, so I don't know. 20-something. They grow beard so fast these days. You got to be... Mm. Another subject for another day. So, so the pull up the pull out method relates to us because people often en- engage in the type of sex of well, okay, I'll I'll let you you know put it in and we can do it a little bit blah 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 without a condom. Mm. Um, just don't come at me. Okay. So it is true that a full ejaculation inside someone exposes them to a number of STDs. Slash STIs that the person ejaculating in you may have, mm-hmm. but it is also true that the precum before the ejaculation mm-hmm. can expose you to just as many STIs and STDs as the full load of semen. So do not rely upon a nigga just pulling out and coming on your stomach to avoid HIV, um, chlamydia, gonorrhea, HPV. Um, the clap, well, the clap is that one. So, don't rely on it for shit. Well, please don't. Do not. If you want to have raw sex, just have raw sex. Be on prep. Be knowledgeable. If you don't want to take the chance, y'all wear a condom. Y'all be safe. Or you just masturbate at home because it is masturbation May. Come on, May has come. So should you. Um, this week in social studies, I was walking to the bar. It was Saturday. It was warm here in D.C. It was like 75, 80 degrees. And I was like, instead of taking um, a transit way to go to the bar, I was going to walk to the bar because it was like 15, 20 minutes. And as I walked down the street, I kept on seeing rent specials, move in now, and all, I don't even know what all the signs said. And so I was like, oh my gosh, is this like one of the better times of the year to move? Mm-hmm. And so I was on... USnews.com, which says most Americans move between May and September. So, if you're looking for options, the best time to move is probably going to be during the spring and summer months. And then I was on curbeddc.com because, of course, um, that's a great blog that I look to for things going on in the DMV area. Curbed DC says better pricing on movers and rental trucks. Plus, you have a little bit more wiggle room for negotiating prices with your landlords if you don't move during peak periods. <sighs> so then I got confused. <laughs> I was like, so do I move right now or do I move after Thanksgiving? Because Christmas is going to be fucked either way. Um, so then I went to a study to renthop.com, which studied the 10 metro cities in America, and they ranked their best and worst months to move across america it says in dallas texas the best month to move is december where the average rent for one bedroom is eleven hundred dollars compared to march Word. where it goes up to eleven fifty. Mm-hmm. um in washington dc the better time to move is two thousand dollars compared to august where it's two thousand sixty five dollars i feel like that's like not even the whole truth but girl, because I've seen rent here in DC be like twenty two fifty in the summer, so I don't know where to go. I'm a little skeptical compared to my current market. Um, in New York, it says the best time to move is February, where for a one bedroom, the price is around three thousand dollars. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Compared to July, where it's $3,171. Um, Chicago, it says the best time to move is March. Philadelphia, the best time to move is February. Miami, the best time to move is December. And Boston, the best time to move is February. Because, of course, in February in Boston, Massachusetts, it's snowstorms out the ass. Of course, if you, woo, brave enough to move in February, you deserve all the things. Oh, my God. So, that's social studies this week. Knowing the best and worst times to move. If you're interested in getting rid of your roommate because she don't wash the dishes, her boyfriend, his boyfriend is always over. <clears throat> Yikes. And girls don't vacuum like they need to. We need to keep these drums. Don't wash their hands. Mm-mm. Well, if you want a bigger place, you need more closet space or lace. Okay, or oil wigs, wigs. Um, they need podcasts like us. Amen. They need podcasts like us. All right, one more time for the girls in the back. (laughs) What's up? So they can get on their fucking keyboards. All right, is this your song for your soul? And make us out to be the bad guy. If you have not. Subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you subscribe so that you can get notifications when our newest episodes come up. If you have not checked out our Patreon, please go over to HereForPod at Patreon.com and check out some of our exclusive limited edition content that everyone else does not get a a chance to see. So for a dollar a month, you can see the minimum is a dollar. A minimum. You know, if you're rich, goes, uh, you if you rich, you can join the Here for a Hive and give us twenty six dollars a month. I would appreciate that. It's, that's a minimum as well. Thanks. <laughs> but if you would like to see this podcast continue to go, please go over to Here for a Pod at Patreon dot com and subscribe. I would greatly appreciate it. The song for my soul this week is Foxy Brown Hotspot because. Oh, <laughs> She said, me falling off, imagine that is not the case. I'm sitting on top of the world like Brandy and Mace. Uh, that was like the hottest line to me back then. I was like, and we see where Brandy and Mace are today. <laughs> I want to sit on top of the world like Brandy and Mace. They fell the fuck on off. But the vibe of this song is very, mm, 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 mm. The look, what is that? Is that a horn? I don't know what that is. Is that a trombone? It's a something. It's just very spring and it's upbeat and it sends me into the egg. You can catch me at the hot spot. Hot box, hot box at the boy. You are. Hey, I just get a very spring vibe. It's like gonna be 80 degrees every day this week in DC. So I'm glad about it. I don't know where spring was, but um, Foxy Brown hot spot just puts me in a. It's just. I'm just gonna be airing out my nuts all oh, week. Cool. So. Okay. <clears throat> The song for my soul this week is um, from none other than the iconic and legendary Mariah Carey. I don't know if I've made more songs for my soul by Mariah Carey or Tony Braxton at this point. Probably. (laughs) Um, But I was going back over her very first album because... Great music. Just timeless. It's fucking timeless. Um, And I couldn't believe one of my favorites from the whole album was... Her fourth single I was like, you put that out fourth? Yeah. Because, of course, Vision of Love should have come out first. Hands down. But it was like two other ones, and you was like, I guess put that one out next. The game and I was is just, the label didn't even believe in it. 
Well, that was the last one the label believed in. Yeah, that's that's that was the last one because that was the last. Yeah, this was the fourth and the last single on her very first album in nineteen eighty nine. Oh wow, shit! Nineteen eighty nine, Mariah Carey's very first album, and this was the fourth single. I don't want to cry. Oh, okay. It is one of the few songs um, that just puts me in my fucking feelings and i cannot get out of the sunken place from the fucking i don't want to cry i don't play it just once i have to play it three times oh my God. like back to back it's just like oh i just it reminds me of my ex-fiance a little bit oh my god here comes that emotion yeah how dare i have emotions you're black mao you can't have emotions um you know this when y'all can only provide pain to each other it's time to let go. And I think that is a very huge hallmark for a lot of gay relationships when um, definitely when it becomes physical, when it becomes emotional, when it becomes verbal, abusive wise, um, that, you know, they spend more time in the process of pain than in love. And this song perfectly embodies that is just I don't want you to be putting me in these places in these spaces and making me cry all the fucking time why don't you make me smile more why don't you make me laugh more you don't do this you make me want to cry all the fucking time mm. why why are we even doing this mm. that's not what the fuck this is supposed to be about i don't want to fucking cry no more i'm not gonna cry no more and that's what she got to by the end of that song um so even though that was the fourth single from her album it was it's still some of the best work mariah carey has ever done written Sung by Mariah Carey, pen to paper. Mariah Carey, make the conscious decision of letting go of problematic, symbiotic ass relationships. Listener letters, send us your questions and comments to hereforwardpod at gmail.com or to any inbox where you find us on social media. Um, it's two listener letters this week. Thank you guys for sending us listener letters. You can send them to Add the Superman on Insta, Facebook, and all those things. Send them to me at Ronald Matters. We love questions, comments, concerns. And if it's something for the show, say like, yeah, I would like you to answer it personally. But also, I feel like this is something other people should know. And keep it to a three-paragraph minimum. <laughs> three paragraphs. We have ADHD. Can't do it. I do have Three ADHD. paragraphs. That's it. I don't. I'm not going to put a limit on your story, but... I'll read it and decipher like, okay, so these are the parts I need to read for the letter. I, I do that. Three paragraphs. <laughs> the first question, it says create a fake name. So what is the fake name? You in charge of the fake name. Well, my name, my fake name is always Toya. Okay. Um, Toya, it's a boy. Toya ass. Toyas can be boys. <laughs> Why is it so hard to be verse? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard guys say they don't like streak bottoms or just don't want to be topped. Plus, Ronald, the fact that you don't like versus, what's that about? <laughs> so, Toya uh, answers that anonymously. <clears throat> I don't think it's hard to be versed. I think there are more verse people out here than we know. Right. Um, I think that there are so many people... That really are verse, maybe not fully verse, but just verse something. Verse bottom or verse top or fully verse top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A fully verse top. Fully okay. verse top. Listen. Mm. Mm. 
Fully burst top. No. Oh, that's oh Moving oh that's on. no Moving that's no that's the thing. Moving on. Um, I think that there are a lot of people that are more open to things with different people, and mm-hmm. that's the part that hurts some people's feelings. So because I might want to top you, but I don't want you to top me. Mm-hmm. I'm only wanting you know the six foot three. Tall, muscular mm. niggas. I want him to top me as well, girl. No shade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm only wanting those type to top me. Uh-huh. That still makes me versatile, but a lot of people don't have that in their mind. They're like, oh well, no, I'm the top. But you know, in cases when trade come along, you know, I might have to go um, get the fleet bottle real quick and you know get myself together. Mm. Like they don't realize how versatile they really are. Uh-huh. And the same goes with bottoms. So a lot of times they just want. Certain types of people to fuck them But in situations of love Or in situations of peer pressure They will try to use um, Their thing as much as they can mm-hmm. And that still makes them just as versatile As the top that is willing to take the trade dick I don't like Verse people because verse people are not Honest with me If you are, I mean, I've had film tops um, a lot, all of, a lot of, of them <laughs> I'm like, oh, just be honest With me about who you are, what you're serving What you have to give the bamboozlement of oh I'm a top. I told you about the last one. He was a top, and then three weeks into it, he was a verse top. Then another week, he was a fully verse, and then the other time, he was messaging me, given that I'm fully versatile. And I was like, what? So are you a strict top, a verse top? And then he missed. He hit me with a given in text message, so he thought he was going to try to gag me. And I was like, you can't, you can't gag me because. I already know the shenanigans. I knew you were fully versatile when you first hit me up, but you lied about it. And so just be, that's, that's the main thing. That's, and Ronald giving the fact that here you go, you must be fully versed. Um, y'all be lying. That's what. Do you accept any culpability in believing the lie, even though you Um, knew the truth? Because you knew the person in question uh was not a top when you met him. Yes. Definitely not a top. Uh huh. Verse top stretch fully versed. Possibly. Fully verse, definitely. <laughs> but, but I'm I'm just saying this I, what you okay, I want to answer. And so I know that um sexuality is fluid. Sexuality evolves over time. Mm-hmm. Um, when a person meets me, they may be um fully versatile, but it's just the pain of bottoming every now and then, or they don't really want to bottom unless they're in a relationship, or you know, like sexuality is so fluid. Mm, just things, gr- and when when you meet a person. Where you are at the time and where you want to go with your sexuality in the future can be two different things. But be honest with me about it and give me the choice to just like telling someone that you're HIV positive. I know a lot more people can relate to that than this verse thing, but I feel. Oh, you would believe. I hope. Um, just give me the option, just be honest with me and give me the option to say like, yes, I would like to continue with this or Mm, this isn't my thing And I'm not going to be able to satisfy you The way you deserve to Because I mean like You deserve something because you want something If you want something you deserve it And if I cannot do that or be that Then I need to be honest with you As soon as I possibly can Because don't waste your time Don't take me to Cheesecake Fat three three times Because you feel like you got to be the 
quote strict top in a relationship now and don't be well i'm just gonna do sh- anyway in case ronna wanted to top me you wasted your time um so be honest because you sit at the house and do shit for no reason i don't want to top you never ever ever yes you're fully versatile right now and you're thinking about becoming a more of a top in the future be honest why is it so hard to be versed? Because y'all aren't honest. And y'all gonna say, well, I don't want to be honest because then it's gonna close off my options. Yeah, that's a blessing, sweetheart. That's a blessing for your credit. Um, You driving 30 minutes from Norcross to downtown Atlanta and this nigga wasting your time. It's gonna be, it's a blessing for you. That's God covering you in the blood. No, I, I understand what they talk about when they say that they don't want to be honest about that because... They get demonized when they are a verse top or fully verse, and then well, not by me. Well, some bottoms out there be like, "Oh well, no, I don't want to fuck with him because she a verse top. Okay, she a verse bottom or she fully verse. Mm-hmm. She not a full top, and I don't want to fuck with him." Mm-hmm. There are a lot of bottoms out there that do that, and they demonize <clears throat> men in the society, and they wonder why they aren't. Um, honest with them It's like well you created a system Of if I am honest with you Then you close me off and I can't even talk to you Because I take dick occasionally But that's also God helping you <laughs> I, I guess. The second question uh, Tell us what you guys think in the comments It's the first question The gag is No Kiki Palmer The second question comes from Verse boy via email <laughs> Two verse of the questions And one week okay <laughs> There is a there is a reason why, and I said it ten minutes ago. My son there must are be more, in Mercury or retrograde or whatever it is. There are more versatile people out here than you know, and you guys need to be honest about it because apparently you guys are the 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 up here the upper echelon, and all the rest of us street tops and street bottoms are just the peasants. And if y'all be honest about it, you can claim your throne, but you got to be honest. Anyway, Burst Boy writes via email. What's up, guys? First, let me say that I absolutely love the podcast. Y'all are the best. Thank you so much, Verse Boy. We thanks, um, Verse. <laughs> I'm a Verse guy. Oh my gosh, I couldn't tell. I'm a Verse guy who was in a relationship with a top for a number of years. He wasn't giving up the booty at all, but it was somewhat okay because he could put it down pretty well. But I digress. No. Nah. Fast forward a few years and we're no longer together. No. Oh my gosh, because you weren't un- okay. But I'm I'm a liar. I am rediscovering my verse life and the love. Oh, I am rediscovering my verse life and my love of booty. The problem though. Ain't y'all good? Amen. For people who love booty, y'all love it. I'm glad you love it. I always have a job. Mm. The problem, though, is that because I haven't topped in a while, when I top now, I bust quick. Is there anything you can suggest to help me delay my climax? I tried a desensitizing spray I got from Walgreens, but it didn't work. What would be your advice? Thanks for your help, Burst Boy. Yeah, the desensitizing things Hmm. are um, a good start. Make sure that it has lidocaine in it. And so if it doesn't have lidocaine in it, don't use it because some of the cheaper ones have um, like benzocaine or something else in it. And that doesn't work 
as well on the penis because the penis is very vascular. And so um, use something that has lidocaine in it. And if it doesn't have lidocaine in it, it's not going to desensitize your penis. But then if you use too much lidocaine, would you become like, if I take too much Claritin, then my body's like, girl, child, Claritin ain't doing it for me. If you take too much something with lidocaine, would no, your what? body become used to whatever you're using? No, it's maybe? like, no, it's, okay. it's not too much. And it's like 0.5% in these creams or in these sprays. Okay. So it's not too much. The only way you could use it too much is when you're actually using the actual drug on your penis. Mm-hmm. And so if you're buying this shit out of CVS or Walgreens, it's not going to be pure at all. It's going to okay. be 0.5%. Right. So that is a good start. And so one, try something that definitely has lidocaine in it, at least 0.5%. If you're not using that, um, fuck more. So practice makes perfect. So you're excited because this is a new opportunity. You start fucking ass again and I'm so excited and I'm in and I'm out and it's great. And five minutes later, you're like, oh shit. Uh, 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 and you're done <clears throat> because it's something new again. So do more of it and then that way it's less new and then you can go longer i think that's probably why i'm more long-winded because um i'm experienced um six specialist teller yeah so that's the only way that you'll get more long-winded is is by being less new and so it's more exciting because it's new and so you have to make it less exciting by doing it more often um i I heard the kegels work for me for men as well um that just makes your orgasm stronger oh that's what that does okay it doesn't prolong it okay well i'm just trying i'm like "Mm." um there's a famous twitter porn star named hoodie levey that um practices kegels like religiously uh and he has some of the strongest orgasmic outbursts that you Uh will ever see in, in video form it is like a symphony of semen so like could Symphony of Semen. Using a condom or adding more loop yeah, yeah, could yeah, those yeah. things help? I don't know. Um I yeah, sure definitely. All the yeah, I, I talked about that in a previous YouTube video. Um using a condom prolongs it if you aren't using condoms at at that point. Um try using a female condom with them if with your partner or when you're masturbating? Either or. Okay. Shout out to your partner being bold. Yeah. yeah, you can use a female condom with me. No one's ever asked me to use a female condom. I might actually be turned on. No shade. Okay. No, oh. no comment. I'm, I'm surprised. Hey. They, no one's like, you know what? Fish, I'm surprised you don't want no. no you know, <laughs> like, they give me female condoms when I go to these events and stuff. So I was like, I don't know what to do with these female condoms, but I'm going to keep them just in case I meet a female Good luck with that. Um, okay, those were our listener questions. Again, send us to listener questions to anywhere you can find us on the internet, and but preferably hereforpod at gmail.com. Thanks. Um, <laughs> what's your here for this week, or should I go first? Because my here for it okay. is the ground breaking, earth shattering. No, it is not. Okay, and you already know it's not, <laughs> and you already <clears throat> know it's not. You better read me. <laughs> The new film Rafiki is coming soon oh to God. theaters. Yep, it is. And I am unequivocally here we both. for it. Here for it. Rafiki, just like the um character in Lion King, um R A F I K I I. No, wait. R A F I K I. It's fucking confusing. <laughs> Rafiki. You know the nigga, Rafiki. Oh my god. 
So they have named the movie Rafiki after that character, presumably. I think it's probably bigger in African culture, and when we see the movie, we'll understand. But the movie is about a Kenyan lesbian couple in Kenya mm-hmm. by Kenya. I have never seen a fucking movie come out of Kenya. An LGBT movie. I, well, no, I'm just saying I haven't seen a movie come out of Kenya, period. And yeah. the very first movie that I see coming out of Kenya is a fucking LGBT movie about lesbians. Yeah. And it looks like the lesbian version of Moonlight. It's so good. The I, trailer was amazing. I can't wait to see and review this movie. And y'all know I be so confused about lesbian shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but I do be confused and I want to see this movie. Hopefully it will enlighten me. I was very excited by the trailer. If you have not seen the trailer, go over to my Twitter page at the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N and check it out. I retweeted it. Um, and if you can't find it on my Twitter, you can definitely find it all over YouTube. Um, but check it out. It looks amazing. Rafiki documentary. Look it up. Yeah. Rafiki. It's not a documentary. It's actual movie. Oh, it's a, um, fiction piece. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a documentary. Mm-mm, no, it's not a documentary. You know, I live for a good documentary. Okay. No, it's an actual movie in okay. the in the same vein of Moonlight, but oh, lesbian. Okay. And I still live dude, <clears> the way it goes. <throat> so yeah, they're fighting matriarchy. They're fighting patriarchy. They're fighting colonialism in Kenya. They're fighting uh, pink braids. Cause shit, that's the fight. The gag is it's been banned because I, after I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, bitch, I can blog this for the blog. And then I was looking and there was another tweet that said it's been banned in Kenya. I'm like, well, girl, you know, this just makes you more notorious. <laughs> so, I mean, like, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> what do y'all, uh, if y'all would just let me show my little movie, girl, three people would have came, cool, but now that you banned it, that makes it more notorious. <laughs> now people want to look for it because it's banned. I'm trying to figure out why it's banned. <laughs> so go check out Rafiki if you have not seen the trailer. It is amazing. It's coming out this summer. I think they're doing it a couple um, festivals. festivals in Canada and in Europe. Um, hopefully it'll get picked up by a big distribution company. It should definitely be in movie theaters at some point. Um, my here for it is to your friend Milo Yiannopoulos. Who? <laughs> Um, a gay Donald Trump supporter, yeah, and a former writer for Breitbart. You know, that's the <coughs> where the girls go over there. My gag reflex just kicked in. Um, footage, audio footage leaked where he defended pedophilia, saying that um, grown men um courting little boys helped the little boys and made them more mature. This isn't the first time he said that. Either. He also tweeted um that the kids being gassed in Syria was funny because. They would just grow to be women beaters and anti-gay people anyway, so they deserve to be gassed. Um, hit, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos's two main funders left him last year, um, and he had been expecting to receive a significant donation from uh, one of those cryptocurrency people. He's a billionaire, actually, Matthew Mellon, but uh, Matthew had committed suicide last month from a drug overdose so um Milo Yiannopoulos not gonna get his money sorry about it you weren't in the wheel girl God works in mysterious (laughs) ways and so mysterious girl mysterious (laughs) uh, the the cryptocurrency billionaire died on April the 16th then on April the 23rd Milo Yiannopoulos was out at a restaurant in DC trying to have a lunch dinner or something who cares what time of day it was 
and the people at that restaurant was like, uh-uh, no. Are you me? My, what? Yeah, blah, blah. You say his name wrong on purpose. And uh-uh, no. I could not believe you had the audacity to be in public. The girls gathered around him, said, no, you've got to go. You've got to get out of here. You could not be eating. No. You, a person of your stature and the things that you represent, and def- you defend gassing children in Syria. Get the fuck out, literally. So he ended up being put out of this restaurant in New York City. And then he was talking about, oh, it's so hard. Me and my black husband can't even go to dinner without being harassed. Why did you marry a black man? And you, you. More importantly, why did the black man marry him? Uh oh. Um, probably because he was expecting the cryptocurrency, um, Bitcoin girl to come through with the coin, hello. Um, but anyway, so, um,. The main reason why I'm mad is because Milo Yiannopoulos had told all of his, I think it was like 250,000, 850,000 Twitter followers. And declining. It's been declining. To go out, no, he's banned on Twitter at this point. To go after Leslie Jones because Milo saw Ghostbusters, the all-female version, and didn't like it and thought that all of them were ugly and fat. And then, especially the black character, who, which is Leslie Jones from um, SNL, Saturday Night Live. And so, um, of course, his followers did exactly what he said. And, like, she, Leslie Jones ended up leaving Twitter and calling out the founder of Twitter saying, you need to do something about this because if someone of his stature is saying to come after somebody of me, my stature, this is bullying and y'all need to do something about it. And Twitter banned him. So he was trying to come out with a book. He was going to speak at UC Berkeley. But riots happened in the town. Like, all the Starbucks, like, all of the... Wells Fargo's and all of the little institutions that they go to in UC Berkeley and surrounding areas were like protested, set on fire, windows broken. UC Berkeley had to renege their invitation for him to come speak. Twice. He, he lost his book deal. Oh, at UC Berkeley, after Milo was coming to speak, Ann Coulter was coming to speak. Another girl of the same stature of Milo. UC Berkeley went through it. You hear me? Um, like he lost his book deal. And now, all of a sudden, he's had to close his company because he doesn't have any coin. So, shout out to God. <laughs> because <clears throat> the other two girls back there last year, and then this Bitcoin girl, that was, this cryptocurrency girl that was supposed to come through, um, child croaked. And so, Mysterious ways. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, stupidity, it can go around and around a little bit, but it eventually, the circle comes to a close. Okay, so fuck Milo Yiannopoulos, um, and fuck his black husband too. Like, what is going on here? I don't, I don't know much about him, but fuck him too. Um, just as a precursor, um, and I'm not here for her. Miss Vanjie, <laughs> Miss Vanjie. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts. We have a contest coming up soon. Um. Yeah, so we have things going on. So many things going on. Leave us um, reviews on Apple Podcasts. Search for Here For A Podcast in your podcast app. Click the reviews tab and click these three words. Listen carefully. Write a review. Bam. Uh, yeah. Miss Vanjie. <laughs> Before we get to the real Miss Vanjie part, it is the last call. The last call. So if you if you would like to take a last call with us, make sure you pour out a shot. Get your Dasani bottles. Put no. it to your lips and have a drink with us. Get your essential water. For our last call. 
tequila this week, y'all. Can we do a brown week? Oh, my God. Can we do a brown week? We did one on Brown Liquor Report. My last call this week <laughs> is to the infamous, iconic, legendary journalist and lawyer, Sonny Hostin. Beyonce? Oh. Sonny Hostin of The View um, gave one of the, the most poignant, succinct, and in-sync reads of the week. Mm-hmm. If you've not watched this last episode of The View, her and Megan McCain were going back and forth about what journalism is and what journal- journalism is not in regards to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. <clears throat> and uh, Little Miss Megan thought that she Bitch. she had the credentials to critique mm. and the resume to read. Not right now. And she did not. And so I would advise girls out there, if you do not have the, the credentials to critique or the resume to read, don't do either. Miss Megan asked Sonny Hostin, are you a journalist? And Sonny Hostin gave her a look of one. Like, bitch, who the fuck are you talking to? Because, bitch, I might be. And then confirmed the belief, yes, I do have a degree in journalism. I am a journalist. So... Please be aware of who you are critiquing, who you're trying to read, because if you don't have the credentials or the resume to read, you're wrong. That is my last call. The gag for me was, um, I know there was Sunny Hoff, what was her name? Sunny Hostin. I'm going to say Hoff. okay, Sunny Hostin. When she steps off the stage at the view, that's her check. Um... Little Miss Maggie, who said on the Tuffet, um, <laughs> girl, when you get through with the view, is she going to the buffet? <laughs> you know, she going to the buffet. She got, she's got to go to the ABC News um, reporter floor. She got to see what story she's going to be given to recover on for this day, and she got to continue working. So, Little Miss Muffet, be careful and be quiet. Be careful with me, like Cardi B said. I don't know if she wrote that lyric or not, but. Probably not. Be careful. Because you tried to read girls who've been public defenders, sat on the panels. She's had her parking space by the door at the court system. And you just barely... Worked in the federal government. Been a prosecutor. And you have to continue to mention your Miss Megan, um, who said on the tough it. You continue to have to call out your resume and remind us of what your resume is. Because if you didn't tell this girl, we'd be like, who, who, who? But the biggest thing on her resume is that she's somebody's daughter. What? Huh? No, what the, the things on the the things on Sonny's resume is I accomplished these things. I stand alone. This is what you don't even know who my daddy <laughs> or who my mama is. I accomplished these. I built this fucking chariot that I sit on. I did this. Talk you you are riding on somebody's coattails that's about to retire from Congress. So what you gonna do after that? Uh oh. So um, you know, I don't I don't live for Sarah. Because <laughs> I thought her name was her name, Sarah. Is, her name is Megan. <laughs> I thought her name was Sarah. It's interchangeable. <laughs> but sit on the Sarah, tuff. Megan, interchangeable. Sit on the Tuffet. Cool. Going to a buffet. <laughs> My last call this week is to Michelle Wolf, the comedian. 
at the White House Correspondence Center because she said what she motherfucking said. Do you hear me? And shout out to all the other comedians on TV who had her back. I didn't see what Dave Chappelle said. I saw the headline, but it looked like Dave Chappelle had her back too. And if that is the truth, I'm going to live. But shout out to my um, white bae, Stephen Colbert. I love Stephen Colbert. Um, shout out to Trevor Noah, where Trevor Noah definitely um, Michelle used to work. <laughs> he had her back. Because, she used to work for Stephen Colbert, too. Yeah. Uh, all the girls over at Comedy Central had her back. And shout out to Joy Behar, who had her back as well as Little Miss Sarah Muffet on the Tuffet. Going to the Buffet. <laughs> was trying to try it. And um, Joy Behar has sat there quite the whole segment. She's like, I'm going to let her get her. You know, I got to let um, Whoopi moderate. Let the other two girls to the left and right of me get their opinion out. The Republican girl get her opinion out. I'm going to see her gather my facts. And I'm going to read right at the end. And then Whoopi going to go to commercial. And that is exactly what happened. To the left, to the left. <laughs> and then Whoopi went to commercial. And that was the end. Joy said what she said. Michelle Wolf said what she said. And it ain't changing. <laughs> Huckabee Sanders do take the ashes from her lies and do a fierce smoky eye. And the gag is, I'm going to come back to work with a smoky eye for the next week. I'm like, in style magazine, Vogue. Since y'all talking about me, girl, I'm trying to get me a second feature. <laughs> she should have came out with the sea of bangs. <laughs> like, nobody can see my eyes. <laughs> I'm not wearing smoky eye. Kelly A. Conway does deserve some sort of punishment for, quote, alternative facts. Nobody says she deserves to be hurt. But she do need to be stuck under a fucking tree and stay there for a while. So we can keep quiet. You deserve some punishment for what you did to Candy. <laughs> Michelle Wolf said, Y'all need to quit booking Kelly and Conway to be on your fucking shows. Michelle Wolf did not lie. Please quit putting um, Kelly and Conway in front of a camera and a mic. No one care. Her name is Conway. She's going to con her way out of the shit. And, oh, oh, and then Donald Trump is the pussy that we can't grab. Robert Mueller can't. He done fired Comey. The girls don't leak the questions to the exam or something out here today. Donald Trump doesn't say worse stuff about women than Michelle Wolf has ever said about women in the 20 minutes she was up there on stage. Just like um, Sonny said on The View, they, it was about scholarships, journalism. It was about an amazing evening for the First Amendment. The last 20 minutes was a roast of... The journalism industry, the people involved in it, and even herself. This, and liberals. And that's what made it so... And conservatives. It yeah, was a li- roast of everybody. And that's and that's the way that you do roast. It's never, it shouldn't be one-sided. And that's what makes what Michelle Wolf did so iconic. Brilliant. Because yes. she did not just roast Donald Trump. If she wanted to just roast Donald Trump for 20 minutes, there's a lot of material. <laughs> Lots of content. But she did it. She roasted his girls that was there. She roasted CNN. She roasted the media. Yeah. She roasted liberals. She roasted everybody that was in attendance. And if you are a comedian trying to get comedy across, that's what the fuck you do. Fair comedy. That's what you do. And she did that. So shout out to Michelle because she said what the motherfuck she said. Um, Donald Trump does keep these blogs running, especially these conservative girls. Um, all of his opinions keep their blogs hot on the Twitter streets and hot on Facebook with all these comments and organizations that support Trump continue to buy ads on all these websites and things and keep the journalism industry going. And Michelle Wolf said that she didn't... Where's the lie? 
yeah, make sure you guys definitely check out her new upcoming Netflix special. Um, and that's she, what everybody's doing at the end. She's like, one, she said what she fucking said, and then two, her Netflix special is coming out. <laughs> yeah, she already has one HBO special that was really good. I knew who she was before the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Um, but if you don't have any idea, check out the HBO one that she's already done. And the Netflix one, I think it's supposed to come out before the end of this month. So, um, she's hilarious, and if they were trying to not get offended, they probably should have done their homework. Like she said at the fucking beginning of her set was, ooh, somebody did not do their homework before they booked me. Hello. So, do your homework before you book us. In Flint, Michigan, still doesn't have plain water, and nobody said nothing about that. That is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Follow the show on the internet, hereforitpod.com. And we are right at 2,000 Instagram followers, so follow us there. I think we have like 350 Twitter followers. and We're on Facebook. We have like 200 and something likes. We're everywhere. Follow us. More importantly, make sure you subscribe. Get over to our Patreon. Make sure you like and comment below whatever you thought that um verse life is a child said might have been verse life is out here an issue make sure you comment let us know so we can address it in future episodes why is it so hard to be verse do you know diane (laughs) mine sometimes my name is ronald matters follow me on the internet at ronald matters and of course ronald matters I am the Superman T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N Please do not follow me I have enough (laughs) fucking stalkers Do not Thanks Miss Vanjie Miss Vanjie